Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus welcome to christian talk with eric thompson a thoughtful podcast helping christians navigate life a podcast for Christ, covering faith, family, political issues, using God's Word, the Bible. The victory is ours. Let our light shine before others so they may glorify our Father in Heaven. Welcome to Christian Talk with Eric Thompson. Hi, welcome to another Christian Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. It's Monday, June 26, 2023. I'm coming to you from the beautiful state of Oklahoma. This is our podcast featuring on going through the Bible one chapter at a time called Coffee with Christians. I have mine because we typically do this early in the morning, record this podcast. I, I like to have chocolate with my shots and some milk, and I am ready to rock and roll if you have missed any of the previous podcasts since we'll be going through Deuteronomy chapter 6 today. You can go to wherever you normally download your podcast from, go all the way back to Genesis 1, and there you can go, uh, you'll be able to see the previous podcast by title. Or you can always go to my website, christiantalk.life, christiantalk.life, and, and download them there also. Last time... In Deuteronomy 5, God gave the Ten Commandments. If you saw the news at all this past weekend in the United States, people struggling or people who are abiding in or people who who like the being in gender, dys- functioning within gender dysphoria, so labeled LGBTQ, we're marching around the streets in New York City. Some were saying, we're queer, we're coming to get your children. Others were taking their clothes off in the sprinklers or the fountains and, and doing loot acts. Well, God is the lawgiver. God is sovereign. God decides what is appropriate sexual activity, display, anything outside of God's creative will, his structure is sin. It is a direct conflict between the creature and the creator. It's just interesting. We happen to be going through the Ten Commandments on the last podcast while the culture 
is getting more and more lewd and more and more walking in defiance of God. But as we've spoken about many times in Romans 1, 18 through 32, this is to be expected because many people have been turned over to their own wishes, desires, to a debased mind to do things they shouldn't do. And not only do they eventually approve of sin, they think of new ways to sin. So praise the Lord that we have been set free, that we are, we are cleansed, we have access to our Father in heaven anytime. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And we as the willful, joyful, loved slaves of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ choose to hate sin and to make much of Jesus instead. Amen. All right. In this podcast, like all all of them, we start in Hebrews 4.12. The reason why 95% of this podcast or more is simply going to be us going through the word of God, word by word, chapter by chapter, precept by precept, book by book. This is about God. This is about God, the Holy Spirit, teaching us, keeping us, revealing things that we, we can't see in our natural mind. So Hebrews 4.12, the author, who was one of 40, who penned the Word of God over a 1,500-year period on three different continents, inspired by God the Holy Spirit, because God the Holy Spirit wrote it through these men. There is no contradictions in the original writings. So the, the author wrote in Hebrews 4.12 that this word of God, it's alive and it's active. Now stop here real quick. Who wouldn't want to hear from God? Who wouldn't want to be in the midst through the Holy Spirit encountering in the via the word of God, the creator. Talk about supernatural for these people that are looking for highs. But the writer says in Hebrews 4.12 that the word of God is alive and active. It's living and active. There is no book or no writings before the word of God in the 66 books and what we call the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, Old Covenant, New Covenant, there's nothing before and there's nothing after. There's no additional books. There's no Apocrypha, Catholic additional writings. There's no Book of Mormon. There's no world translation. There's no Quran. There's no Buddhist writings, no Vedas. God kept it very straightforward. He is God. He does everything in, in accordance to the counsel of his own will. We were created to become the bride of Christ. We are sinners. God is long-suffering, tolerates us, but Jesus demonstrated his love for us. So while we were sinning, he died for us so that we could have access to the Father, and he loves us, and we love him because he loved us first. And the word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces even to dividing the soul and spirit. Joints in the marrow, 
of our bones, and it judges the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. There's nothing in all creation hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare or exposed before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. If you're in the word of God and you look at the culture, there should be a righteous indignation. There should be a, a sadness for those who are lost in sin and a compulsion to pray that they would be saved. But while we're praying for them to be saved, we just have to keep in mind humility. Because Romans 3.23 says, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sinners is death. The difference, the reason why we come humbly before God, interceding for people, even though the wages of sin is death for everyone, the gift of God for those who are born from above is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So we want to hate the sin we see. We want to hate the arrogance, the pride of what we see in all aspects of our culture but we also want to walk humbly because we also are sinners, but we've been set free. Paul wrote in Philippians 2 that we, the believers, writing to the Philippians specifically, he said in in, uh, chapter 2, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, any comfort from his love, and any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then Paul told him, make my joy complete by being like-minded. Having the same love, being one in spirit and one in mind, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. This is a hard one for me. It's one I have to keep as I try to, Pray to renew my mind to make sure that I'm not doing anything out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Goes against our culture, but we're not of this world. Rather, in humility values others, others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationships with other believers, with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, which, by the way, the world cannot do this. They cannot have the mindset of Christ Jesus. They don't want the mindset. The reason why we come humbly as Christians into to the world and towards the world is that Jesus, who being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something he should use to his own advantage or hold on to. Rather, he made himself Nothing. Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus, the God-man. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, triune God, three distinct personalities, all equal. Have different roles. So Jesus made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. 
And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And why did he go to the cross? Not for his own sins, but for ours. We love because he first loved us, and we must be humble because he, Jesus Christ, displayed and and demonstrated humility through his years with the the disciples and eventually the apostles and by simply going and, and most most obviously by allowing the creature to kill him the humans that he created to kill put him on a cross after an illegal trial but in the end it was all his will because on the cross he defe- he defeated death and sin and allowed us to have access to the father by going through him which is why John 14:6 says Jesus speaking I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father unless you go through me as a sinless perfect lamb of god who took away the sins of the world he's the only one that can give us access to holiness which is why he is Lord. There's a lot of people that you can see on social media or in the culture in general who claim to be Christians. But then if you listen to the what they're saying, if you see them on these... Uh, news broadcasts and and in these videos going to trans activities taking their children to libraries to have a man in a dress with makeup on acting lewdly and these people claim to be christians i even saw a video where a guy who claimed to be a christian was dressed up very perversely at the rally in new york city this weekend but first john 2 3 and 4 says this by this we know that we have come to know him this is how we this is how we know that we are christians how do you know how does somebody know if they're a christian john says if we keep his commandments verse 4 If anyone says, I know him, I know Jesus, I know God. You know, I'm I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. I'm born again. Going to heaven. Got my get out of hell free card. But John says, if anyone says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments. He's a liar and the truth is not in him. But if anyone keeps his word, the love of God has been truly perfected in him by this we know we are in him if someone stays in sin unrepentant they continue living in direct opposition to god to the calling of jesus christ to his instructions to you just look at the parables then we're not getting away with it. So someone, if someone stays in an adulterous affair, continues doing their drugs, looking at pornography, uh, promoting abortion, 
And God says, no. Don't you know that these sins will keep you from heaven and you stay in them unrepentant and in humility if someone is put before you and you're having a Holy Spirit-inspired conversation, you have to take into 1 John 2, 4, 2, 2 3 through 5, and say, brother, you're, you, you're boasting or you're openly living or you're confessing you're in sin, but you're not repenting. I'm concerned. Because the Bible says then you're not a child of God. And we want you to be a child of God. And we want to, you know, you should be, you're here. You might be deceived. You might be backslidden. You might not even know. So let me share the true gospel with you. But these people running around trying to make up a new Jesus, living vilely. You don't have to sit there and go, well, I'm going to evaluate their lives for quite a long period of time. No, you look at them and say, no, actually, you're living in direct conflict with Scripture. Do you know that? Yes, but uh, God understands, or but I don't care. Well, then you're then that's fine from a secular point of view. But don't tell me, don't don't expect me to have fellowship with you. I'm not going to have fellowship with you. Second Corinthians six, Paul warned the believers, us. Do not be partnered up, hanging out with unbelievers. For what does righteousness and wickedness have in common, or what fellowship can light have with darkness? We are to be the light of the world. We are to be walking in step with the Holy Spirit, not to the right, not turning to the right or the left, but straight, and then and being that truth in the midst of the lie, so people that they can see you and see your good works and, and they, they can know there's God, there's a God, and that we are his children doesn't mean they're going to come to faith, but then they will see the light and the darkness. And those God is calling out of darkness will then come to the light and we can share the gospel with them. We can do our good works in the light. But Paul's like, what fellowship can light have with darkness? In other words, do you you understand? You can't go to the bars with these people, cannot say these jokes. You can't be like the world. Verse 15, what harmony is there between Christ and the devil? 2 Corinthians 6, or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? We want to be in the world, but not of the world. First John 2.15, John said, do not love the world or anything in the world. Do not love the system. Do not love what you see the way the world functions in sin. Stop. We just, we just read, how do we know if we're a child of God? Well, because we're, we've repented and we stopped doing the sins we used to do. Well, John's like, well, okay, well, don't love the world or anything in it because if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Here's what's in the world. 
people pursuing the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. The pride of life is not from the Father, but from the world. You'll notice the New Testament has a lot with Jesus and John and Peter, Jude, all of them. The gospel, but also the full gospel. Come to Christ. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is through Christ Jesus our Lord. And Jesus Christ demonstrated his love for us in this. So while we were sinning, Christ died for us. And we, if we confess with our mouth and believe with our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we have eternal life. But the, the full gospel is, but if you don't, you go to hell. And you're not, and don't be deceived. You cannot mock God. You not getting away with it. Do not love the world system. We can, it's evident if you love the world, you're not pursuing humility because we all have pride. But if you're not abstaining from your old sins, humbling yourself, rejecting the world, then, then you're not a believer. You're not saved from your sins, and you need to repent. I mean, Paul, Paul in his, in his prayer time and in dealing with his life. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As being criticized by some of the believers for being an apostle because he had a he had a tough past he killed he had people killed because of their faith but paul wrote in philippians 3 314 and this might be an, an encouragement to you today regardless of what you've done you can be forgiven you can actually be used by the Lord. Paul wrote in verse 12, Philippians 3, 12, not that I've already obtained this, so I'm not there completely. I'm, I'm not perfect or have already been made perfect. I'm a work in progress, but I this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me, I strain, I, I'm toward what is ahead. I push on in confidence in Christ, not letting any weight stay on my shoulders from my past, what I've done wrong. I've taken them off. I, I'm, I'm straining toward making much of my life for Christ's sake. Verse 14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize of God's heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. Amen. We need to all be in the battle as we see the days growing darker. Deuteronomy 5, last time we got together, it ended this way in 32 and 33. 
Moses speaking to Israel. He just gave him the Ten Commandments. So be careful to do what the Lord your God has commanded. Do not turn aside to the right or the left. God has a perfect will for our life. If we, it, it, the more we can stay on the path as we're going towards our glorification through the sanctification process, the better. So do not turn to the right or the left. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. Deuteronomy 6. But before we get into Deuteronomy 6, I do want to remind you guys that my pillow has huge sales going on right now. If you need new pillows for the whole family, they got the MyPillow 2.0, which is adjustable foam inside. Whatever, I never open it up. But it's adjustable fill. But the, the material it's made out of now, it doesn't hold heat. I love my MyPillow, and I love the towels and the sheets and huge sales on everything. So head on over there. Take a look at it. Supports our podcast. You got get up to 80% off if you use my promo code of F. L-S, for liberty's sake, that stands for F-L-S. So go to MyPillow.VIP, because you're very important, or MyPillow.com, forward slash F-L-S. But when you get to MyPillow, just remember, when you go to checkout, put in the promo code F-L-S, you're going to see the huge pricing cut. Or you can call. If you know, you know I just need pillows, Eric. I don't want to go, th- I don't like the website stuff. Okay, well then call, one 800 Promo code FLS, 1-800-864-0148. They got Bible pillows for the kids and grandkids. They've got towels, sheets, huge sales, slippers, less than 30 bucks, indoor, outdoor. I mean, I just couldn't be happier with them. 60-day money-back guarantee on all of them, Mike Lindell, and the 2,000 workers up in Minnesota. Thank you also. Again, mypillow.com forward slash FLS. Okay, here we go. Deuteronomy 6. So Israel was just given the Ten Commandments, and, and now they've been just reminded, just walk straight in step with God. When in doubt, I call it a reset. If you're having a tough if you're going through a tough time, you can always go back into the throne room of grace and say, okay, I get it. I, I, I'm, I'm resetting. I'm going to do, okay, let's continue on our journey, Lord, and forgive me for what I've been doing and help me to walk straight in your will. So chapter 6, Moses speaking to Israel. These are the commands, the decrees, and the laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you're going, you're crossing, you're, you are crossing the Jordan to possess. Remember, he's not going in, but he's, he's preparing them. Verse 2, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live. By keeping all of his decrees and commands, I give you. And so that you may enjoy long life. That's a pretty good deal. You, you live righteous. You live a life making much of Christ. And then you can live a long life. Here, Israel, verse 3. And be careful to obey 
so that it will go well with you and you may increase greatly in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord your God of your ancestors promised you. Hear, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. How many gods are there? Deuteronomy 435, 439, what did did God say? I am the only God, there shall never be another. Moses is reminding Israel, speaking for the Lord. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. There is not multiple gods. Verse 5, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Does this sound familiar if you really love the New Testament or if you spent more time in the New Testament than the Old? Remember, the attorney asked Jesus the greatest commandment. What's the greatest commandments? Well, summarize it in two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength to love your neighbors yourself. Love the Lord your God with your heart, all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. The Ten Commandments, he just gave them. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Do you do this? I would say most American parents do not anymore. We are to impress on our children the law and the love, the full gospel with our children when we're at home, we're out and about, when we are having conversations with our kids, we must be giving them truth. But if the children are given cell phones instead of truth and they get addicted to them and all of a sudden you wake up and they are teenagers and you think you're going to now go and try to instill truth while they've been immersed in a lie. The enemy has a foothold probably in your child's life at that point and then it takes a lot of prayer God's sovereign will to break up that hard ground. So better to, as the children are growing up, is to, if you've got the my pillow, Bible pillows, and you're going to bed, you pray with them, you say, look, honey, Adam and Eve on the other side of your pillow if you go that route or whatever. But you want to be sharing truth so the children are built on the rock and not on the sand. Moses, again, impressed them on your children. Write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates. As for me, in my house, we'll serve 
the Lord let the people know, the children know, they are of the family of God. And then through the teachings and through the sharing of the gospel, they on their own can confess and believe and also be an adopted child of God. Verse 10, when the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities, which you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. In other words, when the generations make sure you're sharing the truth that God provided all things. God owns all things. That God would get the glory, not to look what we have done. We, we didn't need God because we are so self-sufficient. No. Humbly keep in mind that God is going to give you a land with homes built, ready for you, flourishing cities, wells already dug, vineyards and olive groves, and you didn't plant, that you didn't plant. So don't make sure that you stay humble and keep reminding yourself and others that it, to, be, to God be all the glory for the great things he had done. Verse 13, fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths, in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the people around you, for the Lord your God who is among you is a jealous God and his anger will burn against you and will destroy you from the face of the land. See, God is everywhere. God is omnipresent. In today's culture, when people worship their cars, their homes, their electronics and their affections move from God to those things. If you're truly a child of God, you will be disciplined and God can strip away those things as quickly as you acquired them to get you back into a proper perspective of giving God the glory, not things that are going to burn up rust or what the mobs will destroy. Fear the Lord, serve him only. Reject other gods or idols. Verse 16, he's telling the Israelites, do not put the Lord your God to the test as you did again at Massa. Be sure to keep the commandments of the Lord your God and the stipulations and decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that it may go well with you and you may increase and take over the good land the Lord promised and on oath to your ancestors. Thrusting out your enemies before you. Remember, God, go, God went before Israel, 
put fear on the hearts of the nations as they were approaching and drove them out. And when their hands were lifted and they were making much of God and it was God's will and he was moving, he won the battles. Sometimes there are things in our lives that just seem impossible to get victory over. We have to give them to the Lord in humility and expectation, make sure that we are focused in giving God all the glory and asking him to go before and thrust out those issues in our lives. A lot of times people dig holes, get themselves in it and say, God, why did you let me get in this hole? God would say, well, now humble yourself. Understand you can't get out of that hole. And by faith, keep pressing on and I will do the actual work. Yoke up with me, Jesus said, for my burden is light. Because life's not easy. We're in a world filled with sin because of the fall of Adam and Eve. The father of this world is the devil and the demonic host. We walk amongst the people, many who are oppressed or possessed by the demonic world. But we are the light of the world. Greater is he who is in us and he who is in them. And God has us in the palm of his hand and nothing can happen to us unless it is allowed by our father in heaven. Verse 20, in the future, when your sons ask, what is the meaning of the stipulations, decrees, and laws the Lord our God has commanded you? Tell him. Christian, when your kids ask, why do we go to church? Why do you pray so much? Why? Tell them. Because God has been faithful. And I love God. Moses told Israel, when your kids ask, What's with all these traditions? Verse 21, tell him, tell your son. When we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Before our eyes, the Lord sent signs and wonders, great and terrible, on Egypt and Pharaoh and his whole household. But he brought us out from there to bring us in and give us the land he promised us, promise an oath on to our ancestors. The Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the Lord our God so that we might always prosper and be kept alive as is the case today. And if we're careful to obey all this law before the Lord our God, as he commanded us, then that will be our righteousness Old Testament, remember, Abraham, because of his faith, was credited to him as righteousness. Well, he's, Moses is telling the people, if we're careful to obey the law before the Lord our God, as he commanded, these, the obedience and faith will be credited to our righteousness. Because you have to believe by faith that God is to actually keep his laws. So what do we get out of this? The law has been given, and God tells Moses to tell the people, 
Keep the commands, the decrees, and the laws God just gave you. Teach them to your kids so they may fear the Lord and live long in the land. And again, verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Christians, we need to press on because we love God. We love Jesus with all of our heart, our soul, and our strength, and we make much of him of rejecting idols because God is a jealous God and he does not share his glory. And if we want to avoid some discipline, if we don't want to be corrected so much, make much of Jesus, lift him up. He will draw all men unto himself. And by walking in step with the spirit, not turning to the right or the left, we can be blessed. And when, by being blessed, it means that we will be in his will, which is there's no greater place to be than in the will of God. Amen. Hope you guys have an awesome day. If it's nighttime, hope you have an awesome day tomorrow. Let's make much of Jesus. Put off the weights that, that are holding you down. Forgetting things that are behind, press on toward the higher calling. Don't, I want to remind you guys as we leave, there's no reason why you're at the AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, or Sprint. If you guys want to save up to $1,000 a year now on your cell phone bill as a family, check out this website, gopuretalk.com. Go, P-U-R-E, talk.com. Choose a plan that's right for you. If you want to get 50% off your first month without buying new phones, new phone numbers, just order the SIM cards, put the promo code BIBLE in to get 50% off your first month. Stop supporting woke companies. Support companies that support your beliefs. Again, go puretalk.com from Oko Bible. Okay, God bless. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.